The internet is a vast ocean of unofficial intelligence. The following views and opinions expressed on this show do not represent the parties expressing them. Their jokes lighten up. Now let's start the show. The case you are about to go on is very dangerous, requires courage, ingenuity, and above all things, intelligence. That is correct. Sometimes you've got brains. Don't let us go to your head. Medulla oblongata. That is one big pile of shit. Why don't you show them what you've discovered so far? We ain't found shit. Boom. You looking for this? Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Unofficial Intelligence. It's your best friend, Steve, here, as always, with Ben and Anthony. You know I don't do this show alone. It takes a village of idiots. And we're happy to be pumping out these shows for you week after week. Thank you for listening every week. We always appreciate you. Uh, And to all the new people that seem to be finding their way to our podcast over the last few weeks, hey, welcome. We have fun here. Uh, Hope you enjoy your stay. You know, we got a great show today. You know, we on paper, every show is great, but this one is exceptional. Uh, you guys, uh, thank you for all your emails we got. We, we clearly uh, struck a chord with the sandwiches. Uh, we're, we're not alone in being big sandwich people. Huge sandwich, uh, guys. Huge. So, yeah, we're looking forward to... We got a, like a three-course meal-sized talking snack. We got your favorite sandwiches. We got our top tens. We also got uh, Excel spreadsheets. We got we got some spreadsheets. <laughs> we also uh, we're gonna get our buddy on the line. Uh, you might know him as the Windex guy. Uh, some might know him as Chef Justin Werner. Uh, we're gonna give him a call because we're gonna talk about the Roadrunner Anthony Bourdain documentary. So, uh, and we got our entertainment news. We had the Emmys last night. Not that anybody gives a shit, but um, it's nice when the shows you watch get some hardware. And then when you're trying to beg your friends to watch it, you got something to back it up. So, uh, yeah, I think, uh, what do you say we just get right down to business? We got a lot to go over. And I don't know how long the call is going to be with Justin. So While we're calling Justin, please make sure, uh, if you haven't, follow us on social media. Follow us uh, on Instagram at unofficial underscore pod. Mm -hmm, Same mm -hmm. goes with TikTok and uh, Twitter. If you want to follow us there, more people that follow us there, more stuff we'll put out there. Subscribe to our YouTube page. And finally, please, if you haven't already, leave a review on the podcast on Apple iTunes because that's how we're going to start making the big bucks and we'll start getting Ryan Gosling in the studio yeah. and all that kind of stuff. All, so, all your favorites will be yeah. here once we... Uh, Ted Lasso himself. Yeah, please, yeah. we need your help. Emmy Award winner. Ted, Ted Lasso, Lasso himself. Emmy Award winner, Brett Goldstein. He's here, he's there, <laughs> he's every fucking way. Bro, I can't. <laughs> um, but before we call Justin, do you want to get into the sandwiches stuff? So when he gets on the line, he can chime in? Or um, Let's see if... If he made a list. If he didn't make a list, we okay. can talk about Roadrunner and then hang hang up on his ass for not paying attention to our text message. And then uh, All right. if me... he's, if he does it, we'll do it after we do Roadrunner. All right. Let's get him on the line. Please hold. Who is this? <clears throat> oh, boy. Did he change his number? <laughs> Yikes. Wow, this is embarrassing. Here we go. Justin on the line. Oh. Yo, is this Chef Justin Ryan Werner? How are we doing, gentlemen? Hey. hey. What do I got? 
Uh, you got Steve, Ben, and Anthony on the line. Oh, with the you. whole crew. Yeah, I got the everybody. Whole crew. Yeah, man. Uh, Excellent. You can hear me good. Yeah, you can hear you great. Yeah, what are you doing? Battle ropes back there? What's going on? <laughs> no, no, just fresh off the Peloton. I was going to say know? he's a Peloton guy. That. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, man. Uh, how's every, how's everything, man? Since the last time we spoke, uh, I think you moved around. Are you, you back at uh, the playground? Uh, yep, back in yep. the old days. Great digs? spot in Santa Ana. Yep, just. It's it's a very cool setup. It's eighteen seats around. I mean, and you you've seen it. Yeah. I, I think I kind of cook for the elite of Orange County dining. I work for a guy who's very uh, generous with the budget we use. We use some really wonderful ingredients, baller stuff. It, it, it's a good time. Yeah, man. Yeah, me and Ben uh, could vouch for that. Certainly, uh, great time, great dinner. We we talked about this the last time you're on the show. It's even like a show, you, you know, with the the comedy and just the information you're giving everybody about each plate. Uh, so yeah, man, I'm happy that you're back there. That was a really cool spot. Yeah, very cool. I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I'm definitely happy. So you guys watch this movie? Yeah, man. We, uh, so we all watched, uh, the Roadrunner, a movie about Anthony Bourdain's, uh, new documentary, um, came out a few months ago, right? Yep. Um, we eat, you know, we didn't coordinate and watch it all together. Would have been nice to only pay 20 bucks, but the Bourdain estate, Got sixty dollars of our money. Holy cow! Um, so, uh, but we all we all watched it, and that's why we're calling you uh, first and foremost is to is to talk about that. Um, and I actually just finished it uh, the last little bit of it um, today. Uh, and oh, yeah, okay. I, I thought it I thought it was really great, man. It, it's always uh, interesting to see a lot of that behind the scenes stuff with you know brilliant mind, a, 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 an artist who's like silently suffering and. You just kind of go through his whole life. We've definitely learned a lot of things. Was there anything in particular you wanted to comment on being a chef and in the industry or just? Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, first of all, right off the bat, you got to keep in mind, no matter how you do this documentary, there's going to be some people who aren't going to like it. Yeah. And this guy was so, in some ways, abrasive, in some ways, genius. And you know, there's so much footage of him yeah. for so many years. I know. Like, you got to keep in mind that the idea of putting this in an hour and whatever it was, yeah, it was just what, two. A, what a daunting task yeah. like to, to, to sum up a, a life of, of somebody who has seen so much and done so much. Like yeah. I try and think of anybody else that there's like that much footage, but maybe David Attenborough, you know, like people yeah. who, who, who there's just like hours and hours and hours and hours, but it was very cool how much of that was like behind the scenes. Yeah. And that's, and, yeah. uh, like you mentioned, just Before, with all the... Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. Sorry. No, you're great. Uh, you and me. You want me to go? <laughs> uh, no, I was going to say, yeah, I mean, wa- when you're watching it, you're, you're seeing all this footage and, you know, then obviously when you get towards the end, it's like, you know, the le- uh, like the, it was like the last two years of his life, you know, and there's footage up until like pretty, pretty close to where, you know, where well, he ended his life. The so, day of. Oh, it was the day of. Yeah. Oh, wow. It was I didn't know if when he was having... Uh, lunch or dinner with oh the, with Eric yeah. yeah oh the other chef oh that's why okay all right yeah all right, I missed that one then but yeah that's what's crazy it's like because you're watching it and as the viewer you're like did he make this specifically for now you know but it's like all the stuff that just kind of compiled together like you said just you know rummaging through all that footage is a daunting task in itself but yo shout out to the audio engineer because what they did with you know compiling all the audio from you know from uh, to get different narrations at certain points and then. You know, like you mentioned at the top, saying you know a documentary like this, especially for a person like that, uh, it's not going to sit well with some people. And uh, the controversy, I remember when this came out, reading about uh, how the director, you know, through uh, artificial yeah, I, intelligence, yeah. 
you know, uh, dumped in like 10 hours of just dialogue from podcasts, radio interviews, like all the above. And they were able to get a couple of quotes uh, in there, like the email that uh, David uh, Cho, uh, Cho or Chang? Cho. Cho. Cho was reading the email and then it switches over to Bourdain. That, that's the only one that I know for sure is, is the AI and the, the director didn't, uh, he didn't go, divulge the other times it was used um, in the thing. But that was the initial like controversy, but he did run it by the, the family and stuff. So they got like the well, approvals. Well, apparently his um, Octavia said that she didn't give the okay for the AI. And that's, that's why. Su- that's surprising seeing as how she's a main person on the. Yeah. But I mean, there's a difference between like fabricating a line that never was said out loud True, yeah. to being part of his. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah. as far as I think it was a really nice representation of yeah, the person think... he was and yeah. the, the reach that he had. Yeah. But. I don't know. To me, I think it should be considered endearing, but again, it's not my loved one that I lost. Um, yeah. Well, we also don't know what what was put together out, outside it was of that. Two lines they said. Oh yeah, but, I don't know if it was two or three, but but the director only ever confirmed that one right email thing, so we don't know like what they crafted him saying. But no, well, who no, cares? Nothing seemed like it was anything like bad. So I don't, you know. But I guess similar in the logic of of how I'd see it as such a daunting task. You, like a lot of people's criticism is is just this um, quantity of time in which he's dropping f bombs and smoking cigarettes and and, and oh, of course you that- know and when he's with that girl Asia and and she kind of like takes it get you know she cheats on him he get yeah. clearly impacted by it Yo, pretty can, rough you yeah. know what's kind of fucked up about that though and the thing the only thing I can say I don't necessarily like about the documentary I I don't like when things come out post humously posthumously yeah post when uh you know after the fact when they kind of they 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 give you a peek behind into their like most private life and and it's like i mean he was i was asking ben you know because we were finishing up i don't know if they ever said it but i'm pretty sure he never got divorced to octavia his second wife and that and when he met azia uh he just like pursued that because at that point you know they were just together for the kids and they were good for his daughter sorry not kids plural um, you know, they were just together for her and they got along and they were good friends, but they, you know, they weren't like physically or romantically, uh, really involved anymore. So it kind of, you know, that's like, uh, karma kind of coming back. I mean, he, you know what I mean? Am, no, I, am no. I wrong in feeling like that? I just, I felt like it painted him towards the end as like an adulterer. And then, uh, and then even the, the Octavia was saying like, this will probably be the last time I talk about this. Cause I don't want to remember him this way. I, right. I think she was more talking about him killing himself. Yeah. yeah I, I that, think yeah. they... Sure, they, she doesn't also like, you know... But, yeah, yeah, she doesn't want to talk about that anymore, but I think that whatever... I, I'm sure she was seeing other people, too. I mean... Probably, they yeah. They were, for all intents and purposes, split up. Yeah. They just... So I don't... I didn't get any bad... I okay. feel any ill will towards him for that. No, not that I that felt just, ill will. I just, I just felt like, you know, man, this guy's not around anymore, and then it's like... That's the last part of the movie, obviously, in the third act. That's yeah. when, it, you know, things are going south mentally for him. And then, like I said, with the paparazzi photos and stuff like that, just threw him over the edge. Um, but like, it's, that's, that's the last thing you remember. You know, in, 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 as a viewer, watching something for two hours, you remember the last bit of it yeah. the most. And that's probably the part that didn't shine the best light on him, in my, in my opinion. That was the first thing No, I you're said. right. A lot of people have, uh, have spoken up about it. They're saying that the tail end of it kind of, portrays them in, in a in a bad light and but again to me it's such it's not an easy task and no. like the the challenge of portraying somebody who 
you know, clearly has some demons, yeah. has a some some level of a mental illness. Good luck making a, a documentary like this that doesn't have moments of a of a mentally disturbed person that puts them in it. Like I, oh, I sure. just think it's such a such a daunting task. And, and for me, they they did a a, a pretty good job. And and a lot of things that were really really eye opening. Like I, I I'm a pretty big fan. I've seen a lot of a lot of his footage and shows, and he's yeah. had a couple different variations over the years. And like I had no idea that in the beginning he was so bad at it. Yeah. Like yeah you know, yeah that was, I was, yeah I was going to mention too. That was one of the things I really enjoyed because. Just to go back to, you know, he, he struggled with uh, heroin, um, and there was a part in the doc where somebody was like, you're the only person I know that ever quit cold turkey. How'd you do it? And uh, he said that, you know, he saw somebody in the mirror that he thought was worth saving or whatever, but, it's, but then somebody else kind of comments on it. He never really, he quit that, but he put his addiction into, like, everything else. Yeah. Like, when he got into jujitsu, when he yep. got into... You know, and then, but with the with the show when it started out, and he was he was bad at it because he was like, kind of like introvert, like shy, not gonna yep. like just chop it up with random people. Um, but then, like when he had that light go on, where he was just, man, this is I could make this whatever I want it to be. It doesn't have to be uh, a drag. Like I can make this. You know, I could take my writing and you know make it a visual uh, element. And then, like when he came into his own and really found himself, because it was funny those, those two. I don't know. Were they a couple? The guy and the girl that yeah, were yes. film producers. Yeah. Yep, newlyweds. And they had just met him, like well, not just met him, but they had like one interaction before they traveled abroad. Yeah. With. And traveling with the best married. friend could go awry yeah. real quick. <laughs> like, yeah. So and then you know, they, I think it's a little awkward as newlyweds, and now yeah. you introduce you know two newlyweds and Anthony Bourdain, and you're going uh, yeah. traveling. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that, yeah that's a that's an interesting three way right there. And uh, <laughs> what you were saying about how he kind of like the light switch turned on. Yeah. Um. It was funny because in the they touched on it a couple times, especially with that incident in Lebanon with um, the bombing. Yeah, where he yeah. was just like, "I'm done making it for what the network wants. I want to make it like uh, not just about the food. I want to make it about yeah. the culture and the people that are living it." He's like, "Because TV often portrays just the happy things and what they want to show you." Yeah, and I thought that was really cool. And he and, also didn't want to put that out. No, he did not that that yep. bit, especially because he said he's like you know we're we're literally poolside tanning, yeah, and a few miles yep. away there there's an airport on fire. Yeah, that's what started a lot of the issues between him and the the owners and the producers, and uh, just that that like yeah. tipped the domino. Yeah, um, there was a quote he had right in, right in the beginning. I uh, I wrote it down because I thought it was really cool. Um, and this is when he was referring to the fish guy being late with the delivery. Uh, he said. It's why all chefs are drunks. It's because we don't understand why the world doesn't work like our kitchens. I thought that was really cool because uh, just seeing you and your element and then, you know, we know a few other chefs and stuff and, and how meticulous everything is and, yep. uh, you know. And, I'm, and efficiency. I'm, yeah, man, efficiency. I like that when he ate the cobra heart. He's like, they, they don't have any of their mise en place. Like, you know, I think when you're about to operate on a cobra you'd have like knives or like you know a station yeah, they use the scissor yep yeah and yeah that was that no, was pretty gross every, every day in the restaurant like in the restaurant i have so much control and, and everything has to happen within a system and this person does the prep and hand it off to this person and the things outside of it like my delivery people or or, or how things work you know you have a delivery guy it's just I'll call him back. Where's my order? And I'm back. It's, it's here in 40 minutes. And, I, and I'll be like, oh, okay, great. <laughs> now, two hours later, I'm calling you and it's not. And like, 
this is just not how things work in, yeah. in our world. So yeah. it's, it, uh, you know, next thing you know, you're screaming at a lady in CVS because she's not doing things the right way. And that's <laughs> how you weren't, weren't a valuable lesson. If you are ever yelling at a CVS employee, yeah. you are wrong. Yeah. It doesn't matter what it is. <laughs> does not matter the topic. You, my friend are wrong. Yo, this- but, um, going back to the real quick, the, when you're talking about some like getting better at it and like turning the corner and stuff, I feel like in it, there was this big moment where he stops trying to make it like him uh, telling you what he's doing or anything. And we just step back and let him experience it and watch him do it. It's like, yo, man, we don't need you to like translate it to us. Just go there, do it and let us live vicariously through you and let us just watch you enjoy it. And then like you can see him now just like take in the experience and just let us watch it instead of having to make it like work. And I, I feel like the show turned a corner that propelled it for like, Many years, yeah, many man. many years. Yeah, I think too. It was when his friend showed up in Vietnam. Like that was the second place they went to, yeah. and I think that like yeah. <clears throat> definitely that com- set him set him right. Yeah, yeah, that completely like took the weight off his shoulders, and he could just enjoy himself. Yeah, as opposed to like feeling everything was on him, and he was like the center of attention. Just like what what a unique like life, ex- like how this all came to be. When they sat down, they had already signed a deal with him, and then when they start talking to him, they realized. He had never really traveled. Yeah, like he, he was born and raised in that that area. He was from from New York. He worked there. Yeah. Like and and Les Hollis, I, I passed it every day going to to craft when I worked there. You know, with all due respect, it, it's it's a good restaurant. It's not like Is, a life changing experience. It's still open. I can't speak now to post COVID yeah. and moving away from New York, but True, it was yeah, like yeah. up until relatively recently. Yeah, and. You know, it, it's an iconic landmark. You can yeah. get very good classic French dishes there, but it's not like, you know, it's it's not reinventing the wheel. It, it's not, um, um, you know, progressing cuisine at all. It's just do, doing what it's done for like a million years and yeah. it's, it's good. But, you know, so he, what I also like about him is the idea they never makes the claim to being the best chef. You know, he's just yeah. humbling into it because, you know, some of the powerhouses around him, David Chang and Eric Repair, like yeah. these people are no joke. These are these yeah. are some like, you know, big time people in the industry. Sure. It's crazy too, almost like how fast everything happened for him. Like because yeah. he's saying like what like he was a line cook and then okay, now he's a cook and then he became a chef and then he wrote that book and then like it just all like uh, maybe it was just the way he was telling it and the way that the movie was shot that it felt like everything happened for yeah. him so quick and like kinda later on in his life, but I, I thought that was pretty wild. And even even when he got that phone call too, uh, with the, the the couple that you know wanted to turn his second book that he was writing into the show, into the show, and uh, he's just like, and we had the video footage of that phone call in the car. He's just like, yeah, well, yeah, sure, sure, yeah, like yeah. like like uh, like it was his wife asking if he wanted you know steak for dinner. He's like, yeah, okay, whatever. Yeah, She's, they're like, yeah. you want to you want to like do a massive fucking TV show and travel the world and yeah, okay, yeah. Sure. Um, I got one story to throw out there real quick. Okay. I in in uh, New York in some pretty big kitchens. I remember this kid getting uh, a t- a tattoo, a tattoo of like um, it was like a chef chef wife or some like you know cool chefy quote or yeah, something yeah. You know, <laughs> with bu- bullshit crossing knives and and stuff and like <laughs> you know just just generic yeah. And me like seeing it and kind of commenting on it, and the chef there was like, "Yeah, you believe this kid." He's got this tattoo, and I bet you he's never even read Kitchen Confidential. The book that this guy wrote is kind of like this. This guy's implying that, like, it's the Bible. If, if, yeah, yo, and if you have a if you have a three hundred dollar chef knife, but have not read a ten dollar copy of Kitchen Confidential, 
you're a hack. Like, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> you, you, know, that, you know, that's one of the things, you know, uh, when they were, you know, the first part of the uh, doc, when they're really going through the, the, when he was writing that. And I said to myself, like, damn, I really got to pick up that book. Uh, Cause it, you know, just a couple of the things that uh, I always knew kind of like the premise, how he kind of outed a lot of, I don't know if he like calls people out or, or for like poor practices happening in the industry and stuff like that. But there's a little blurb during the documentary, like the truth about bread, never eat yep. the fish, like all this stuff. I'm like, I, I want to read it. Uh, Cause it just seems like, uh, you know, one of those books that like, if there's like a, you know, top 10 list. I'm sure that's probably on there for a lot of people. It's right underneath uh, the it's, prince. It's like, the 48 laws of power, fucking kitchen confidential. <laughs> it's top tier in the culinary world. Like it, it's, it's a cold, hard look at, at the behind the scenes on, yeah. on a lot of things. And to be honest with you, what most of the book is, is this middle tier of restaurants. You have this like low yeah, end, yeah. not low end. I don't mean to, to completely knock like Applebee's and whatnot. Then you have this high end, like the three Michelin star. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, yeah, uh, sorry, just, I don't mean to cut you off, but a- Applebee's You're is good. Applebee's is low end. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure I, wor- I'm pretty sure I worked at an Applebee's with you, Justin. <laughs> I, I definitely bitch. worked at an Applebee's. I definitely. Yo, I worked at a Fridays. I worked at an Outback. Fucking Ruby. Tuesdays. Well, and that's and <laughs> yeah, that, you know you not start somewhere. That's what I'll be honest. Reminded me of you a little bit is because, like I said, I remember working with you at an Applebee's, and then it was just all of a sudden it was like Justin's a chef, and yeah, like, Justin's living in like France. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, like, that, that that reminded me of you a lot, and also like maybe like where he had the uh, you know the awkwardness, but like I could see you in that role of like mixing it up with people that like you don't even know, and like getting all these great stories and traveling to all these different places. So it reminded me of you a lot. Yeah. I would say 95% of chefs in the industry would sign up for Anthony Bourdain's career in an absolute heartbeat. Oh, for in fact, sure. So yeah. much so that I, I know somebody who I, I was asking, I'm like, yo, what's your like, they were coming down there at the restaurant, they're hanging out, they're like looking for a job, blah, blah. And I'm like talking to him like, what's your like ideal, you know, job scenario? You, you know, like, what, what would it be? And she's like, oh, you know, I'd really like like an Anthony Bourdain type gig. Like, oh, I'd really like yeah. this. Oh, shit. And as you're saying I'd love me, a I'm Joe like, Rogan yeah, type you, podcast. Yeah, you and every single person like in, in the, oh, all travel and eat for free. Like, the way this yeah. girl is saying it in this manner, like, like, only, like, like, she thought she was the only one having this dream. It's like, yeah. holy shit, lady, get in line. Yeah. One of the things, another tidbit I thought was pretty cool, and I wound up pausing the the documentary and kind of going down a little bit of a wormhole. They had mentioned at one point, you know, at the height, well, not at the height, you know, that dude was just, a, he was like a rocket ship just constantly going up and up and up and up and up until he just, you know, wasn't going up anymore. <laughs> but uh, when he had mentioned, you know, after the success of the book and everybody raving about that, um, that uh it's real quick too he's like yeah brad brad pitt wanted to is playing me in a movie yeah and i'm like what and then they showed a quick shot of bradley cooper, bradley cooper. i'll get to that in a second so because i got from diving down this wormhole i'm like because i remember <clears throat> excuse me jesus christ <laughs> i remember i remember hitting puberty yeah i remember when i was 14 and uh my voice was doing funny things uh no i remember bradley cooper being in that movie burnt i didn't see yep. it um but that's loosely kind of based on Anthony Bourdain's life. That's a much more recent movie. The movie that they were talking about uh, with Brad Pitt, you know, in in the running to play him, never came out. It was supposed to be a David Fincher movie called Seared. Uh, and that was like back in 2000. And it, I think it was like Brad Pitt and Benicio Del Toro were interested in the lead role. And what happened instead was they had Bradley Cooper playing him uh, on the TV show 
that aired in 2005, uh, Kitchen Confidential. It only made it four episodes, but I, I've seen them, and and you know it it inspired uh, a lot. Your yep. funny story. I, at this at the restaurant, I obviously served the guests like one on one, and and this woman should you know we served a lot of good wine down there. She'd clearly been drinking, and one and she made the joke to me that she thought I looked like Bradley Cooper. To which, if yeah, Bradley dude. Cooper was sitting there, he would have just punched her right in the face for <laughs> saying that. He but, might not have been pumped, but I I could see that though. No, but you know, either way, this woman's clearly been drinking complimentary mode and, and <laughs> told me I looked like Bradley Cooper. Come here, and, sweetheart. And, and you her, look her, like Bradley. Her, the, <laughs> the person she's with is like, oh, from the movie Burnt. And I'm like, yeah, I'm 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 the knockoff version. I'm from the movie Burnout. You know, maybe, <laughs> maybe you've, you've seen it. And also just going back to Anthony Bourdain with all the, the cigarette smoking, the F-bomb dropping and stuff, like people complimentary in this in, to, the, to a chef, like I'll put it up and they'll say something like, oh, you're an artist. And <laughs> I'll often make the joke. I'll be like, oh, that's a, that's a really nice way of saying degenerate drug addict, but I appreciate that. <laughs> Thank you. And, and you know, it's funny how in this industry that could just be like really blurry. And I think Anthony Bourdain's like a great example of that because, you know, we're, we're talking about somebody who... And at the end of the day, lost to, to their demons and, yeah. and definitely was like a little bit of a tortured soul and yeah. far from perfect. But I think we'd all agree that that is a very intelligent human being. Who oh, like, absolutely. Yeah. yeah intelligent, like, you know, like book smart, more street smart. And then just like his experiences literally yep. all over the world. They said at one point he had, you know, traveled over half a million miles. He's been around the world 26 times. Like, that's crazy. So just to and have that just much like culture, kind of savvy to like yeah. be able to go into every country like that and, and not embarrass yourself and like, like yeah, yeah. I just again, I, I see, I read these complaints and and some of the knocks on it and the reviews and stuff, and I get it. Yeah. but I'd love to see who could do better. That's this is a, a a very tall task, dude. At the end of the day, it's a documentary. Yeah, about I don't, I don't mind an that. enormous I, person. Yeah. and somebody's gonna have something to say. Yeah, I don't, I don't mind that. I, you know, the thing that bothers me. I didn't know that the F-bombs and the smoking was a problem. And I was going to say, before I make a joke, that is the most 2021 complaint about something <laughs> I've ever heard in my life. That's just the guy, man. He was unfiltered. Look, like, just look at him. You look at that, that dude, you see, like, yeah, this guy went to CBGBs a lot. Yeah, he was a punk. Yeah, years of abuse. Yeah, well. Well, think about also, we're all talking about, like, that's the dream job. But, like, especially with somebody who's, who's clearly a, has some sort of addictive personality yeah. who has some sort of demon or psychological disorder. And then you put him on this world stage where you love it for quite some time. And then he has a daughter yeah. and now he's not spending time with her yeah. and he's just doing, he's going through the motions sort of. Um, and I noticed that when watching parts unknown and they actually called those, those two episodes for reference. Like when he like kills the, the boar and he kills like that oh, chicken. Yeah, yeah, I remember yeah. watching those episodes and I've been seriously watching Anthony Bourdain's show from No Reservations to Parts Unknown like for a, the better part was of my life. Was that first show? What that the first show? What was that on? Travel Channel. Oh, it was on Travel Channel. And my parents would watch it and I would sit down and watch yeah. it with them and I like gravitated toward it yeah. because I think he was, I think it was because he was unfiltered and yeah. kind of just didn't, I mean, the, it, it was definitely, Absolutely. It, I don't, but it's, I'm sorry, just to no, close yeah, up my, my point, bad, my bad. is that like, we, we look at it like he is such an amazing talent and it's, it sucks that he was put through like what he had to go through yeah. instead of being able to step away because I felt like that's all he had at the end. But I think too, that was like that part where he, he had that conversation with the producers and he's like, well, oh, yeah. I'm just going to leave. 
I'm going to, I'm going to go back. I'm going to be a parent. I, I don't want to do the show anymore. And they were like, and okay. they were like, okay, you should do that. Like we support you hundred percent. I think you should do that. And at the end of the day, he didn't do it. Yeah. Right. Because oh, I, he yeah. had a problem. I thought at that point, yeah. he had. I thought at that point he was contemplating mo- moving to Italy to be with Asia. Yeah. Well, either, oh, either yeah, way, yeah, like yeah, he was yeah, like, yeah, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, 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 came yeah. up many times. I'm yeah. done with it. I'm done with yeah. it. And then like, at, but at the end of the day, like he wasn't. Yeah. It's still well, what that's, he wanted and to like, do. And like Josh Holm commented, they, they seem to have had uh, a pretty close bond and stuff and that they were, you know, just constantly uh, touring and, and, you know, and working, you know, and Josh yeah, Holm. Yeah, you might not know life otherwise. Yeah, and that's what I mean. The only thing you know. I know, I know, you know, a handful of musicians that have, you know, toured around the world multiple times and stuff. And uh, I mean, all of them say the same thing. Yeah, it's nice to be home because that's, that's a tough life. That's a tough life on the road, constantly traveling, especially when you're not doing it in the nicest accommodations. And then, you know, you're always glad to get home, but then it, it like, it wears off pretty quick and you're like restless. You're like, I got to get back out there. And, you know, so he was obviously struggle with that too. It's like, he wanted to be there. He wanted to be the, the good dad, wanted to be all those things. But then at the end of the day, it's like, man, I got to like, when are we flying to Vietnam? When are we going here? There, You know, yeah. he was constantly searching for the next better thing. Yeah. And that, that ended up being uh, once that better thing, Asia came into his life. Yeah. And then that fell apart. Yeah. I think he, that was it. He, yeah. He just called it quits. Well, I think the one thing that they did so well was the whole addictive personality. And they went from addiction to addiction yeah. to addiction. Mm-hmm. With each different thing, yeah. To the point where he was, like, addicted to Asia, And, I, oh. I like, in his mind, I feel like he went from thing to thing. But he made the choice mm-hmm. when yeah. he went to the next thing. Yeah. When he went to jujitsu, when he went to, you know, the next thing. And then she didn't give him that choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like she, she, for better, for better, or worse. I don't know how it ended. Whether it, the cheating thing was how it ended, or she broke up with him. Yeah, but like he didn't get to choose that, and I think that loss of control was probably That's one a good of the point. things yeah. that like put him over the edge. Yeah, that was the demise. Yeah, because that that was interesting too. When they said the toxicology report, he was clean and sober when he at the time yeah. uh, they took his life. So, and it was interesting to see like. Between David Cho, David Chang, and like all the producers, his agent, like, yeah, I mean, it is showbiz, but I felt like David Chang and Cho's like reactions were completely genuine when they started breaking down during the oh, interview. I, yeah, absolutely. Oh, sure. Cho, Cho too, like he had, uh, uh, he had a really good uh, episode on uh, on Joe Rogan's podcast. It was like one of the longer ones, and I and I hadn't really known of that guy uh, up until that interview. And man, the stuff that he was talking about, I mean, he's another guy that was like deeply troubled, still is, you know, like yeah. just kind of like a haunted guy a bit. And, but so is, you know, seeing, oh, you know, real quick though, him defacing that mural at the end. Dope. I love, I loved that. I thought that was so cool. But that's him. Like, did you see the episode of, um, the David Chang's oh. show where he went to Chang's Cho's- show or Cho's show? No. Cause Cho has his own show. Chang goes to Cho's garage <laughs> And like where it, he does his, his studio. <laughs> a lot of Changs and Cho's. And Cho's got like all, like he has like half naked girls walking around and like he's just doing art. Like he's living that life. But you, it's obviously like a front for like how, and and it's funny because they draw, you draw that parallel from when Bourdain sends him that email. Yeah. Where he's like, hey dude, have you ever had this yeah. feeling? I don't want to, you know, speak out of turn, but I don't remember what the word for word was, but. That was like powerful. Dude, you know, uh, David Chang also, when he, he had like to the camera crew was 
you know, letting him know like the kind of music he listened to and then, you know, talked about his favorite song and then he played it and he's like, it's heroin music. I'm like, bro, that fucking song rips, man. That yeah. thing, I, I like, I want to fucking be passed out on a beach fucking. Some like, of the best songs are heroin songs. I know, man. It, it's just so vibey and like mad reverb on the vocals, just saying like one word over and over again. But also really comparable to how when David Chang talks about, um, how he to- Anthony Bourdain told me he wasn't going to be a good father. Yeah, like, yeah. And you see him break down. And like, if you follow Anthony, uh, I'm sorry, David Chang, you, you know, he takes a lot of pride in, in his interactions with Hugo and his son and like yeah. making quick meals for him and stuff. So like, you Didn't could almost he... make the argument that that comment propelled him into being a much oh, better absolutely. father. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. You, could Justin, see, you could see how upset it made him just him saying yeah. that. Yeah. Which what, is wild. Was it on his Twitter or, or was it on his podcast where he said like, I'm, he like apologized to the fans. He's like, I want to spend a little more time. Like, I'm not going to be doing all the traveling and all the, the shows because I want to spend some time with my son and my family. Yep. Yeah. No, he's he's really come around in the, in in that department, and it's like almost exemplary now. I mean, you got to respect that guy, but it's like funny Big because it's all it all comes from like the Bourdain effect. Yeah, I think too. I mean, the big the big takeaway from that that whole thing was him feeling like. I mean, a lot of people said he he felt like you know nobody cared about him or nobody you know loved which is him. crazy, right? Exactly, yeah. and you see the just the amount of people. Yeah in that documentary alone that like we're so fucking pissed at him yeah for killing himself mm-hmm. and not not just for like him doing what he did to his family but like all those people like would have been there in a second for him yeah to like you know just to talk just to point him in the right direction just to like go spend time with him and like that's what sucks about that whole situation is that like he he got his happy ending in a way because, like I said, I feel like he needed to be in control of everything. Yeah, but like none of those people have can they can't be like Anthony had cancer, he passed away, or you know he died of old age. Like they're all left with that question of like, what could I have done? Yeah, what was really wrong with him? Like you know, I, I would have been there. I should have did this. I should have yep. did that. And that's Savage. like yeah, that's like the hardest part of the whole thing is like he by him doing that and. By mo- most people doing that, you fuck up so many other people. Yeah, that have to like deal with the fallout of that stuff. And I think the biggest thing of all is is his daughter, man. Like that fucking sucks. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna comment yeah. too. Uh, clearly, the daughter and the first wife that he had of thirty years wanted nothing to do with yeah this part. documentary. I guess. Well, who was the uh, Octavia? Probably just didn't want that. How old is his daughter? I know? think him and Octavia are like really close. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's what I'm saying. I'm surprised she probably just didn't want to be involved. I guess. Yeah, that that's very understandable and yeah. stuff too. Yeah, but like even going back to how much of that is uh, was like byproduct or what do you call it? B-roll or something. Steve, yeah. this is probably the best one for you. If yeah, you're yeah. the network and you shoot a lot of this material and you air, you you take X amount of it and put it into an episode. The rest of it, the why, who owns that? Uh, it's it got to be in a contract. Yeah, yeah, like I don't know. They, yeah, they I'm sure all contra- contracts are different. I mean, I I know like, oddly enough, I think it was an episode of Punked with Kanye, uh, when they uh they steal his, the actual the physical film for the camera, and I learned at that point that the artist pays. They had to pay for that film, and it was like eighty thousand dollars for the film canister, and so the artist owns that film. And again, I'm sure it's different for everything, but but so much of that documentary felt like um, 
like side stuff, like maybe even personal videos. When you have that type of show that's very much about trying to capture the most honest moments and in the moment things, you're just rolling all the time. And they even mentioned right. at one point the reason why he ate a lot of wild shit, one, he would have done it anyways because he was all about experiencing everything life had to offer. Uh, but they did that for the networks yeah. eating. Cause, yep. And the guy said that was the pitch. It's like, yeah, he does all the world class chef, but he eats a lot of weird shit. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's like, unfortunately, the people at the helm of uh, the creative stuff, they're not creative types. They're very formulaic, they're very rigid. And then you have an artist, you know, in the mix that has a vision. And that's, you know, and they don't always see the same thing. That's why when he, he didn't want to, you know, air the footage and, and have that as an episode and exploit the bombing and things like that. But the network's like salivating over it. Like, this is the best shit you have. Yeah. But I, I think to that point, uh, most of like CNN was like, uh, got credit for that. So yeah, I'm sure yeah, a lot yeah. of that stuff came from CNN. CNN sure, yeah. As far as like all the, the travel channel stuff and like that era. I don't know if he, he might have owned that. Yeah. Like, it might be his estate that owns but that. But it was yeah. crazy. Also, there was a lot of, I think Justin was just saying this, like, it was like home videos. Yeah. Like, they, like the picture, like the videos of him in the restaurant with a cigarette in his hand on the phone, like, saying, like, yeah. yo, my book, they just told me my book's number one. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. it's crazy and how you much. you think that was volunteered up to, for the people, like. There was whoever, no camera phone that then. Was. Yeah. That's what I mean. In that setting those people are just filming 24 seven. That's why when he sat down with Chang in that restaurant and he's talking about like how many uh, days in a row. You have uh, yeah. Film. I mean, it's like, he's like, really? He's like, am I going to, is this the most entertaining thing? Like, and then they like take five, but that crew are just, they're there to document everything and we'll sort out the shit uh, in the editing room. You know what yeah. I mean? It's, it's crazy though. Like what Anthony was saying, like him leaving the, the voicemail to the, where he's ordering, like I need, chickpeas i need fish i need this yeah like why are they filming that yeah why were they filming him in his car when he got the call about you know uh the tv show yeah. or they were in the kitchen when he found out like the book became a bestseller like it's yeah it's really odd like or even the stuff in the beginning like you were saying justin um him in his apartment like yeah like you know, there's just... a lot of this other chefs i've seen who've done done documentaries and and uh there's one this guy paul webron who has one out called a matter of taste and later in, in it it follows him over like a 10-year span and, and somebody picked it up when he got successful but many years ago somebody was doing following him and and the footage is so old and you're just thinking like who's recording all of yeah. this and why why are you mm -hmm. keeping this but i have to watch it come full circle yeah but that's what i think was that I thought it was great. I thought the documentary was great. And yeah. I thought that's what made it great was it, it didn't pick up with him like doing the TV show or even just yeah. from the book. Yeah. It really spanned like a really long, you know, portion of his life. Um, and with the amount of stuff he did, that's like a, a thin line to walk because there's probably a lot of stuff that they needed to get to. But I still feel like they got to everything and included a bunch of stuff in his early life. And it really like made the the film like a complete picture of who he was. I, I'm also in your boat, though. I'm, I'm giving my big vote on. Uh, I, I I enjoyed it. I, I thought it was a, yeah. a big task. I thought the person who did it did did it well. I think there were moments where it really, regardless of the some of the darker darker points, you know, you clearly saw an, an intelligent and adventurous and a likable side side of this guy. I'll, I'll put it that I, I ranged from like laughing and, and just to kind of being very surprised by this whole thing of how bad he was in the beginning and not traveling. And I definitely was teary eyed at some points, like 
what more do you want? Yeah, no, I, I think uh, I think it's a resounding uh, two thumbs up from everybody uh, in this room. It's uh, incredible, Justin. Your your publicist is telling us that you got to wrap up soon. Yes, but we we got uh, one more question for you. I don't know if you got a chance to uh, take a look at that sandwich question we sent you. Oh man, okay. I'm, I'm I'm I don't know if I want anything to do to do with this one. What what defines a sandwich? Is is a is a sandwich a protein between two two so carbs? Honestly, spoken like a true chef. The way, just yo, fucking I, white I, white bread a, and deli meat. Come on, what are you doing? If I cut a donut in half and I put some meat on it, is that a sandwich? No, that, yo, is it, is that, a ravioli a sandwich? It's it's bread carbs on both sides and meat in the middle. Like so, my know? my answer to that would be uh, no. a lot of people gave us like <laughs> specific sandwiches from a specific shop. Mine is, it's got to be like kind of readily available to everybody. I would say a ravioli is not a sandwich. Definitely not. <laughs> uh, so is, but, is, a, is a hot dog a sandwich? Nope. No. I, I, I it's say not, no, but nope. if, it's, if you want it to be, then it can be. This is free form. I'll give, I'll give the, only, the, only, the only thing I'll give the sandwich pass is the hamburger. Because I was going to mention before, I think the earliest like version of the hamburger was on like white, like sliced bread. Yeah. So my only so what do you, wasn't even what do you got, Justin? Can you give us a top five? What do you want? Uh, yeah, do? let's 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 run it down because when we're talking about like good bread, I really like a good bon mi. Really, yeah, really like mm-hmm. a good bon mi. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I, I like a cubana. I think I think that's yeah, a yeah. very un- underrated one that you, you don't see. And then there's a there's another version of it. It's a little different called La Media Noche, which I think means midnight or or something. Yeah. And uh, and it, it's it's like a cubana with like a couple tweaks on it. Those, okay. those can be. Uh, really good. You know, I'd be lying if I go, told you I don't like a really good club sandwich, like a proper. It's, cl- it's a classic. One, it's classic. Just, yeah, and there's yep. different and versions too. Yeah, I, I think I think I can get down with that. And then you get into the the dips, and it, you know, like if we're allowed to dip, I'm I'm, I'm a dip guy. I'm 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 down <laughs> with some 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 au jus and and some. Well, yeah, the uh, French dip. Creamy horse the French fries. dip. Yeah. Yeah, although I think we talked about this last time. I went to Fleeps in LA and I I was uh I was a little let down. Yeah, well I I had mentioned that last week when we were talking about the I, I had a French dip from there as well. Um uh, Justin, before we let you go, uh, a couple things. One, you want to shout out your dogs? <laughs> what? Yeah. I I got a I got a pitbull um uh, That's the new I got one, right? Mix. Yeah, that 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 that's Fred, and he he's he's pretty high energy. I got I fucking, my little Boston Terrier Daisy. I got yeah, you know, my dogs are my people. Yeah, I thought I heard big Daisy. I thought I heard Daisy earlier, and then I heard a, a deep bass bark. I was like, that's got to be the big boy. Yeah, um, nailed it. He's it, a half pitbull, half Wyman runner, which is a wild mix. I never even heard of that second one. <laughs> Look him up. You'll you'll, you'll recognize <laughs> him. Did you say Hyman runner? <laughs> Wy- Wyman runner. Oh, I'm a Hyman runner. Hyman Hyman, Hyman, Hyman breaker. <laughs> Uh, and then lastly, Justin, uh, tell the folks listening, uh, especially the ones that are listening in your neck of the woods, uh, where they can find you now, Instagram, okay, so whatever you want to plug. I'm running my own dinners and pop-ups at a restaurant called Playground 2.0. It's in, it's in downtown Santa Ana in Orange County. An awesome, awesome spot that if you're in the area, you must check out. Yes, highly recommend. And then the other half of that is follow me on Instagram. It's jrock, J-R-O-C-K-W-1, jrock, W-1, and uh, keep you updated. Nice. Always a pleasure, guys. Yeah, man. Always thanks, thanks for taking the time. And yeah, thanks. We're going to watch it eventually, but thanks for uh, kicking our ass into gear and making sure we watch the uh, the Anthony Bourdain doc. It, it really was great. Thanks again, man. We appreciate you. Cool. Love it. Miss you guys. All right. Yeah, miss you too, miss dude. You later, man. Be good. A wild ride. Well, that was a fun time. Um, still got a little bit more to get to. You know, I was, I was pumped to talk to Justin about the documentary. I'm glad we had that conversation. But what I'm really looking forward to now 
is to going through your guys' emails and talking about some of your favorite sandwiches. This is by far the most you guys have reached out since we started the show. We love it. Uh, ben is super pumped because, you know, he's paying for that email. <laughs> and uh, you guys made good use of it. So let's yeah. get into it. So last week we talked about uh, that terrible article uh, yeah. of the top 15 sandwiches of all time. Which... What? But was it terrible because it sparked a conversation? Right, exactly. So bad list. Unofficial <laughs> um, I didn't... intelligence. I didn't mean to hit that. <laughs> bad, bad list, good for the show. Yeah. Um, so we put the, we put the question out on, uh, Instagram on what are your maybe top two, top three sandwiches. And we'll read off a couple now. Uh, let's for, read them all or most of them. First off, uh, Aya, thank you. She, <laughs> yeah. she put, she put me, uh, not on blast, but whatever the opposite of on blast was so shouting me out. Yeah. Um, she said, when I make bread and I make a nice little grilled cheese, I do five different kinds of cheeses, Parmesan, Munster, Gruyere, uh, Montana. Yep, cheddar. Uh, also, I make a nice roast beef sandwich. Oh, okay. With some uh, roasted uh, shallots. Shallot. Uh huh. And then anything she said. Her third was anything in between a croissant. So tuna salad, chicken salad, bacon, egg, and cheese. Nutella. One anything, word. Anything between a croissant. Uh, O'Dwayne said number one is bacon, egg, and cheese. I like that. With the Statue of Liberty. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love baby. it. Uh, Andrew, our boy Andrew, the Jenny's King of New York, mm -hmm. sent us uh, PB&J, number one all time. Jif, peanut butter only. Yep. Very specific about that. <laughs> six-foot party hero. Or six-foot party hero. Oh, I thought he wanted the PB&J on a six-foot party. Because <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's impressive. Up that you know, next party we have, we're yeah, and that. that'd be that'd be awesome to see, like just a, a, a three-foot <laughs> fucking. I want to be in the restaurant when you order. Uh, yeah, let me get a six-foot hero, just PB and J. <laughs> I swear, Andrew just provides so much fucking content for the show. I am going to go to a place and we should order. get one delivered. Too. <laughs> uh, you want to? Uh, Ny Frank uh, entered the chat with uh, a chicken parmigiana, uh, or the FDNY uh, from Anthony and Sons. Uh, I know my cousin Christina also mentioned a specific sandwich from Anthony and Sons. I love Anthony and Sons as well. I think it's great. Uh, closest thing to Fat Sal's we got on the East Coast, I think. So, so yeah, that's definitely a good sandwich. The FDNY, I believe that's, uh, I believe that's chicken parmesan, but with vodka sauce. Ooh. Yeah. Spoilers. We got Marissa on the line. Grilled cheese, PB&J, and PB and fluff. Okay. Don't ever forget about the fluff. Yeah, the fluff, fluff yeah. is, is good stuff. Yeah, my cousin Christina uh, mentioned just before. Oh, she had the FDNY as well from uh, the Panini shop in Williamsburg, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and then uh, grilled cheese with tomato and uh, pizza steak hero. Those sound delicious. Dennis, Italian hero with cherry peppers, classic Reuben with kraut, not this coleslaw BS. <laughs> uh, and then uh, our good friend Jane, uh, also uh, Jane from Pearswell, custom chartreuserie boards <laughs> uh she she shouted out the godfather at bay cities in santa monica i've had that sandwich it is delicious does Ooh. it slap uh it kicks oh it kicks damn because it's you know they got that you get the spicy pepper on there mariano coming in with the grilled cheese and pb and j smooth peanut butter and grape jelly only yeah Yo, you gotta go crunchy all crunchy peanut butter. yeah, yeah but... i don't mind the smooth but i do like the crunchy Listen, i do agree with the grape, and, you know though. just based on a lot of these responses so far grilled cheese and pb and j yeah i actually get got more love than i thought yeah but i will say grape jelly i'm gonna have to disagree with you and say strawberry jelly strawberry jelly is great when i don't have grape 
Okay. All right. I'm not saying that strawberry is not good. Strawberry's phenomenal, but I feel like grape adds. Anyway, we'll grape's get into a little it. too sweet. Shout out, Billy. <laughs> sweet. My brother, Nicholas Rubin equals hot fire. He's right. And then finally, Sangui, we got <laughs> Ryan, our, our longtime fan. Yeah. Hits I, me up every week, tell, talks to me about the episode. Uh, he went above and beyond. He did. gave us an Excel spreadsheet yeah. of his top 10. Is this going to make it to the link tree? I mean, just this might happen. It might just because the, the time and effort that went into it. This and, is comprehensive. Uh, you know, I, I, the number 10 line on there is going to be controversial. I'm going to speak my mind when we get there, but yeah. I, everything before that. So we'll, we'll primo start. Primo job, sir. We'll start there at number 10, just, yeah. just to build the anticipation. Uh, he went. Number 10, burgers slash hot dogs. And his he gave us reasoning. And he also did, he said, yes, I know, ellipsis. <laughs> yes, I know. They both, but they both have meat, bread, possibly cheese and condiments. It's sandwich adjacent. Fight me. Yeah. Well, <laughs> he's, he's, he's right. He's, he's right on sandwich adjacent. I'll, I'll just leave it at that. I don't want to say anything mean. <laughs> Number nine. Well, there's, I mean, listen, there's nothing mean to say. I'm just, got, I'm just, everybody's I'm messing, got their I'm opinion. And, yeah. and you know what? Uh, we did leave this very open-ended. We did. Between, like, I mashing will, things up. I will or, say, I will say, though, we mentioned that it's difficult to even whittle it down to 10 sandwiches, so the fact that he's got burgers and hot dogs on there, although I appreciate it and the acknowledgement of, yeah, I know I'm crazy, could have had a better 10 spot in there. We'll see. Uh, number nine, salad. He he did what we said last yeah, time. Yeah. He combined tuna, chicken, egg all into one. Yeah. Um, all delightful, but run the danger of being too wet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, a t- also a tuna melt on an English muffin, chicken salad with random stuff in it. Wowza! <laughs> uh, How number- random though in the chicken salad? I mean, you know, raisins probably. Yeah, that's craisins. Cra- yeah, craisins, cranberry, like raisin in there. Walnut. Some people put apple. Apple's yeah, good apple. too. Yeah. Uh, number eight, he went with barbecue, pork, brisket, chicken, all fantastic. The yeah. whole meal, cornbread, mac and cheese, etc. Uh, filthy meal, but magical. Yeah. Filthy metal tray. That's really magic. <laughs> number, number seven, he went with cold cut. Yeah. Just any cold cut sandwich. I like it. I like it. Uh, especially good when dad picked up bagels that morning. Mm-hmm. Slice thin. Thick, Always. Thick cold cut slices can kick rocks. No <laughs> socks. Uh, number six, he went with grilled cheese. Old reliable. Easy cheesy. Nothing makes me think about being home sick from school watching Price is yeah, Right. Uh, yep. Oh, and man. Sh- shout out to the last episode, Bob Ross, while mom makes me lunch. Uh, needs either super chips and a pickle on the side, and that's why it's not higher on the list. Uh, number five, peanut butter and jelly. Tell me you've never gone multiple day week run with PB and J, and I'll call you a liar. Uh, number, I did it last week, every day. <laughs> yeah. Number four, the club prefers the chicken club, but he'll fuck with any club, <clears throat> and he's not even a member. <laughs> <laughs> number three, Parm, chicken greater than meatball. One hundred percent. Meatball Parm is fantastic, but not a t- top ten. However, you run the risk of a wooded chicken breast here, which is a real fuck you to you and your lunch. <laughs> a perfectly crafted chicken parm is hard to beat. That's true. Yeah. Nothing worse than a, a, a dry chicken breast. Yeah. Oh. Or when you get like, like you said, you might it's get like, like a tendon in there or yeah. something. And it's like, ugh. Uh, number two, he went with party hero. Italian is king. Yeah. American is serviceable. Yep. Uh, overall, the whole experience is the delight. The real party is in my mouth and everyone's invited. <laughs> <laughs> and number one. He went with egg sandwich, the Lord and Savior of breakfast. Yeah. Many different choices, but they're all good. Bacon, sausage, cheese, ketchup, hot sauce, roll, and bagel. Oh, boy. Any combination is a real treat. 
Maybe they're so good since I can only get them once in a while. I'm fucking old. I need to monitor my cholesterol. <laughs> he uh, can only get them once in a while because he doesn't live in New York, or uh, he lives in New York. But I oh, think but it's just more the, of cholesterol the, the cholesterol thing. Yeah, yeah. Slash and, and, I, and I love list. the egg sandwich at the top because that probably is truthfully one of my favorite sandwiches by definition. It is an egg sandwich, but it didn't even make my list because <laughs> how dare you? Just because I'm when I'm thinking a sandwich, I'm thinking strictly of lunchtime. Maybe I'd even I'd eat a sandwich for dinner. No. And not and saying the 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 breakfast sandwich is a king in its own right, but I just it's like a different class. Now, how do you guys want to do this? Do we all want to say our tens, then we all say our nines, or do we want to? I I didn't rank mine in any particular order, so we could just go one at a time. Okay, go through them if you have you know if you. I wanna... like the ten idea. I like go one by one, and we'll discuss and move on. Okay. All right. Well, and then we'll say, oh, this is where we put it at this spot. Who wants to go first? I, I'll you know I'll kick it off. Because, like I said, mine are in no particular order, and um, I, I do enough every week for this damn show. I'm not going to fucking <laughs> rack my brain trying to associate a hierarchy to this list, because they're all fucking beautiful. Uh, I'm Italian, I'm American, so I put Italian and American hero in the first spot. Okay. Not, not as my all-time favorite, it's just the first one out of the ten I'm going to read. Yeah. And right. I, I just, I, I clumped that, like I said, I, I, I like Ryan's... Uh, categorizing, you know, the the party sub. So, but an Italian and American—that's that, like they've been in your life since as far back as you can remember. So. Yeah, they are classics. Mine are pretty specific, but they are readily available. All right, number ten on my list: just ham and American on an onion bagel. Okay. okay, getting a little wacky with the bagel in there, but all right. So, let me tell you, <laughs> the, the bagel makes a couple, no, I hate, couple yeah. more callbacks. Okay, I'll say, uh, I'll say, uh, like a chicken salad on an everything bagel. Yeah, that's it's top of the pops for me. Mm. Not you heard list, it here. I'll that's that's it. Ben's number one sandwich. <laughs> um, my number show. nine, number ten. First of all, I want to give an honorable mention. <laughs> oh, this guy already starting with fucking contingencies. <laughs> honorable mention to the Fluffernutter. Somebody mentioned it. Someone threw oh, it yeah, out there. Yeah, had, yeah. And I made this list before I saw anybody's answer. Yeah. And number two on my honorable mention was a Manhattan. A Manhattan? It's roast beef, gravy, yes. mm. melted mozzarella on garlic bread hero. Ooh. ooh, ooh. Sometimes I'll throw bacon on there. Get That's, silly. That, sounds That's, like, that sounds like the signature hero of Fat Sal's. Really? The, the Fat Sal, yeah. It's a roast beef, garlic hero. Uh, probably has mozzarella sticks But if on you're it. doing roast beef, garlic hero, I like a creamy horseradish. I'll it. fuck with that. Yeah. All right. I'll hit you with my number 10 is a bagel with lox and cream cheese. <laughs> That's a phenomenal call, and I'm really upset I didn't put it on. It's here. my number ten. I'm bummed I don't have a breakfast sandwich in my in my quiver of sandwiches here. But again, I I just limited it to a lunchtime I'm sandwich. Not gonna lie, I'm a little miffed. <laughs> I, yo, I I had a fucking sausage just, egg and cheese McMuffin this morning, that's dude. Right, whatever. It didn't make the list. I love I love a fucking a nice fried egg sandwich with okay. cheese and bacon on a roll or on a bagel or anything. Sure. Yeah. Whatever. I swear. I believe you. All right, I'm gonna read mine now. Next on my list, I got a Cubano. Very nice. Cubano is an excellent one. Yeah. Um, I actually had this for lunch today. Turkey and American mayonnaise potato chips. Okay. I like it. Very, very stay-at-home dad vibe. It is stay-at-home vibe. <laughs> and it's also side meal incorporated in the main No, dish. I love it. And it's, yeah. a good, it's like a good summer sandwich. Oh, yeah. So good. My number nine, I was feeling myself for putting this on my list. Because I was like, no one else is going to have this on my list. But every single one of you so far has had it on their list. And it's a Bon Me. Yeah. Number yeah. nine. Yeah. Bon Me. We just, I'm going to strike mine off. Bon Me, I've only had a handful of times. And every time I went, 
Wow. Yeah. yeah I'm, uh, Justin brought it up. Yeah. You guys were I talking about it earlier, earlier today, yeah. and I kept the cards close to my vest because <laughs> I was upset. But yeah, number nine for me. Didn't, didn't me. want to show your hand too early. <laughs> Look yeah. at all the culture in this podcast. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's what people tune in for. They, they, they know we're cultured. Very much so. Very. Um, I got Ruben next on my list in no particular order. And uh, the Reuben with the corned beef. Go yourself with the pastrami. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Tons of tons of Thousand Island. I'm gonna I'm gonna strike my Reuben millions off of islands. Millions of islands. Millions of islands. Like when you ask for the diner and they bring you like the freaking so side if you, dish. If you ask for Thousand Islands, they better be bringing you a fucking hundred bottles. They better. <laughs> I want a thousand of your island. So yeah. So Reuben's on my list as well. I'm gonna strike that out. No, leave it on there. You just when it gets to your turn, it gets to your turn. All right. Spoiler alert, Ruben's on my list. Hey. Uh, but Ruben's way higher. Um, Italian sandwich. Number eight. I'm going to say number eight. Okay. And, and for the folks at home, keep in mind, I am the only one that's not putting mine in, in an order. So don't, don't at me if you think that Italian and American in, the, in my 10 spot. Or an one Italian spot. sandwich, we can all agree, is Capicol, mm-hmm. um, mortadella, salami, mortadella, provolone, mozzarella, and then... You, I like Mike's way, the way Jersey Mike's yeah, does Yeah, with it. the oil and vinegar. And the, pe- and yeah. the peppers, the chopped peppers. Oh, let's go yeah. cherry peppers. Dennis, shout out Dennis. Uh, my number eight is a fried chicken sandwich. That's and uh, little, It would be really stupid if, if, if nobody had it. Yeah. yeah, and BTS, you had one before we recorded. I did, I had the chicken. Little lackluster, though. It was. We won't get into it now. Fuckers. Sign oh, it's my turn. Uh, I got the PB&J. Let's go. That's low, but that's fine. Well, well technically, no it's, it's, in no no. Or, it's in no order, but I if you are you ordering said. this shit because you can't listen to the words that come out of my mouth, <laughs> uh, Me. that would be, that'd be number four, or yeah, you'd have a top or, no, or number seven. Right. That's not that bad. Seven? PB no. and Jane in the seven spot? No. no. That's, I also have classic fried chicken or spicy. Mm. As your seven? As my seven. My seven is a pastrami sandwich. Okay. Mustard, rye bread, forget about it. Yeah, forget about everything. Now, there's two types, though. There's, right? There's a turkey pastrami, and then... No. I'm just saying, turkey... <laughs> In my world, no. Okay. Yes, there is uh, a yeah, turkey right, pastrami. Right, 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 you're right. right, right. You're right about that. You know that? what turkey pastrami reminds me, though? Uh, like, it, it tastes like a hot dog. Does it really? Yeah. I never it really it. does. It does, it man. Does. But it's good. Yeah, yeah. When you're on the health kick... And sometimes you get a little crazy, you get a turkey Reuben. Yeah. There's a diner by me that tastes really good. Go yeah, why did, you know, between the turkey and the chicken, why the fuck did the turkey get the fucking physical fitness rep and the chicken is like for slobs? I think sodium. Mm. Sodium. I, I think sodium. Chicken is very high in sodium. Okay. Sodium. Unofficial intelligence. Shout out signs.com. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we're in, we're in our sixth oh, spot. Our right. si- and, mine and Anthony's sixth spot, but and, you're, and you're yeah, mine because I do what I want. <laughs> uh, I got grilled cheese right after the PB and J slot because it's just nostalgia. And like Ryan mentioned, it's like if he was sick at home, you know that was yeah. you were getting that. So yeah, I will say I, I don't have spoiler alert. Don't have grilled cheese on my list. Okay, but a grilled mozzarella. Ooh. That is fantastic. Hey, how you doing? Oh, my sick. name's Ben. I'm Italian. <laughs> my mom used to make those for me when I was sick. The grilled mozzarella. Okay. Hey, that's a hell of a sandwich. Yeah, I mean, it's you take it up a notch. Yeah. yeah. Anthony, what's your six? Spot? Number six, rounding it out, PB and J. But here's the kicker: have a PB and J on an everything bagel. 
Okay. Yo, explosion in your... I know, he, I see he, I'm Steve, shooting him some looks if he can't, you know, for the Steve folks at home. Steve is gritting his teeth. He looks a little uh, perplexed that's a lot going, that's or gobsmacked, going on, man. as our British people would I don't say. mind, I, you know, the salt, I'm sure, is is good. Just try it. PB&J on the egg everything. Thank me later. Oh, egg the, everything now. No, no, no. Everything. Sorry. Just right. a regular Because I, 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 I go the egg everything route. Egg everything and is my go-to. The, the, and the egg bagel is my bagel. I, like that is my Yo, number one baby. Pound me right here. Ugh. I'm a purist, man. That comes from a decade on the coast we don't speak of that doesn't know how to to fucking cook dough. <laughs> they don't make good bread. They don't make good fucking bagels. And uh, when you're away from that shit, I just love a regular cheese slice of pizza and a, a fucking plain bagel. Really, plain bagel yeah. toasted with butter. Come on, come on. I still gotta go everything. No, right. I, I yeah. All right, I digress. My number six is a parm sandwich. So chicken. Yeah. Uh, meatball. Yeah. Shrimp, eggplant, any parm sandwich, that's my number six. I like it. I don't want to qualify it with if it's good or if it's bad, because honestly, if you make a bad chicken parm, I'll never see you again yeah. in, in my life, so yeah. I'll, I'll go to the spots that do it good. <laughs> Shout out Vinny's, little Vinny's, yeah. they make a good chicken parm sandwich. Okay, okay. I'm going to keep it, I'm going to keep the vibe in Italy right now, because my next sandwich is none other than the porchetta. Oh, that's nice. that's nice. That's, that's a, a nice really fucking sandwich. Call. It's one of those sandwiches, like I mentioned before. I don't have it a lot. Mm-hmm. Can count on one hand the amount of times I've had the sandwich. Probably even in the last few years. A little broccoli rob on there. You know it. Yes. You have to. Yeah, that's, that's nice. That, oh man. Oof. That's I forget nice. the name of the place. I, I was gonna reach out to a friend. Uh, the the corporate offices for Guitar Center in Westlake Village. Uh, there's there's like this Italian specialty deli out that way, and. Uh, my friend took me there a couple times because he was, you know, and his, his family is from Italy and, uh, you know, and they gave it their blessing. I forget the name of the little hole in the wall spot, man. But it's like one of those things too. Like when they run out, they're out. Yeah. Like they don't, it's not something you can get all day. Like yeah. there's a, there's a window where you can get the sandwich. So porchetta. Porchetta is a beautiful sandwich. What are we in top five right now? Top five. All right. Um, I don't think you, you, you guys don't have a better five than the porchetta. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be fucking surprised. Uh, <laughs> number five. Bacon, egg, and cheese. SPK. Salt, pepper, a, salt pepper, ketchup? Salt, pepper, ketchup, roll, or bagel. I like it. Fair or enough. bagel. Kaiser or bagel of your choice. I don't care. As long as you're not putting on cinnamon raisin, you six on <laughs> French toast bagel? That's gross. <laughs> Uh, my number five is a chicken salad. All right. I'm not grouping in the salads together. You know my aversion to an egg salad. <laughs> a tuna kind of fits right in there with me. It, it's, it's a little shady sometimes. Yeah. But give me a nice chicken salad. Like I was saying before, everything bagel, white bread. I don't give a fuck what you put it on. Give me a chicken salad. All right. Get this man a chicken salad. <laughs> get this uh, guy a fucking chicken salad. Hey, I'll do you one better. Hey, how about a Philly cheese? Oh. Philly cheese, great. I, Fantastic! Choice. I'm sad that I omitted it from my list, but I had to pack these in. Yeah, I kind of want to strike. Do you have a, sp- a favorite spot in Philly? Uh, you know, I don't know, but I, I'd I'd say Geno's, but I, I I watched the live uh, Hey Babe, mm-hmm. and the, you know it's Royersford, Pennsylvania, so they brought up Philly cheesesteak, and I think it, I don't know if it was Chris or Sal that got like, you know, aggressive. Well, not aggressive, but he just got like you know animated with the crowd uh about like it's fucking tastes the same where like a philly cheesesteak <laughs> in philly isn't better than a fucking philly cheesesteak in get new york that might be sacrilege to folks that live in philly 
But the truth of the matter is, you probably get a yeah, good Philly cheesesteak anywhere. Really. that is is as long as you're not putting stupid shit on it, like no, bell peppers no. or chicken nuggets. From last How dare you? Uh, if you're putting bell peppers on it, that is not a Philly cheesesteak. Yeah, because you'll get that sometimes in New York where you get a Philly cheesesteak, but they'll put like bell peppers on there. Yeah, then I don't want anything to do it with it. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I I feel like I've had it with peppers, but I don't. I don't mind it uh, with or without. Um, but yeah, tr- like just the traditional, traditional. Yeah, yeah. yeah with yeah, the yeah. fake cheese or the whiz. Yeah. I'm sorry, I called it fake. Sorry, by Philadelphia listeners. <laughs> well, there is more plastic in that shit than like yeah, whatever actual edible. What else are we eating that? <laughs> Number four. Number four. I'm going, and I'm sad that it it was spoiled before. But chicken parm with vodka sauce. Oh yeah, Shout oh wow, out. really? Do a chicken parm with vodka sauce. Yeah. It'll change your no, life. Yeah, it's, we had two two emails. Your dad and my cousin Christina, the FDNY, uh-huh. but. Just Chacon family staple. Or if you do a chicken parm, meatball parm, get ricotta on it. Mm. Ooh. It's yeah. like the Italian Ooh. mayonnaise for that sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, number four, I may have, I group things, a group two sandwiches, maybe a little controversial. Yeah. Um, I went croque madame and a Monte Cristo. Very French. Very uh, delicious. And the reason I yeah. did this, because, go ahead. No, no, just like I'm doing the high okay. five across the room on the Monte nice. Cristo. Because, Monte Cristo. and I actually, I had them both in the top 10. And I thought about it. They're both uh, ham and cheese sandwiches. Yeah, and it, it, let's be real. It's only on there because, one, you wanted to say your fancy French words. <laughs> no, but the, you- <laughs> the egg, the fried egg on top of the croque uh, madame is the, the bomb. Yeah. It's, it's so good. Fried egg on anything is kicking it up a level. Yeah. I, I, the morning after burger at Stout. Bonus points for me being able to say French words. Yeah. Yes. But I, I, I did have to put them both together. Because right. a good Monte Cristo at a, uh, a diner. Yeah. Uh, Shout out to Pars. R.I.P. to yeah. Pars. When you literally need an extra set of napkins because there's so much freaking butter on that. Oh, the then best. you could dip it into in the, the syrup oh, or the jams. Yeah. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. All right, good call. High five. Uh, My next sandwich on uh, my whatever list is the Italian beef with mozzarella, specifically from Portillo's. Really? I never... Is that like a shaved ribeye? Yeah, it's like like a Chicago hot dog and beef place, Mm. and uh, there was one in like Southern California. That was my real reaction. I just... Mm. <laughs> Dude, it's it's so good. And the first time I had it, I didn't have the the mozzarella on there. I don't know what the hell I was thinking. It was still delicious. Um, and then you can get it, you can get it dipped at different levels. Ooh. There's like three different like levels of saturation. Oh, yeah, yeah. drown um, my sandwich. It's like, are you familiar with the term bukkake? <laughs> <laughs> don't do that to my sandwich. <laughs> I want it mad moist. <laughs> moist. Number trace. Number three. This is a really out there one, and I put it on this list because I wanted to make sure our lists were a little diverse. Mm-hmm. I call it the Thanksgiving sandwich. Oh, I was gonna damn. put it on. Yo. I, I was gonna put it on, and I didn't. It's the day after, and I f- I'm really happy. Oh, this right. is why we do. Yo, we should do a podcast. <laughs> we should have a podcast. Yo, I'm glad you put that on there, dude. I completely spaced on that sandwich. Shout out Capriati's. They had a Thanksgiving Shout sandwich. Shout out Anthony. Blank my last name. <laughs> T, because I make a hell of a one. Yeah, no, but you're talking about the traditional one that's from the leftovers yes. of Thanksgiving. It's not I the one know. that you can get year round at Capriati's. Yeah. I don't know what I want. I need something to eat after Thanksgiving. I hate myself and I want to hate myself again. So, Thanksgiving sandwich, leftover turkey, stuffing. I don't know if you guys like cranberry sauce, but I put it on there. Yeah, you got to put it on. Dude, you got to put it on there. I, I, Cream when I, cheese is the kicker. 
Really? Put it on the bottom. You will not. Yeah, no. I, yo, I, I, I fuck with cream cheese in place of cheeses sometimes, especially on breakfast sandwiches. Yes, sir. Because Bacon, when Fat Sal's had that breakfast sandwich, it, they had grape jelly and uh, cream cheese on there with the fucking like sausage, egg, like yeah, all, all the stuff. Not? But man, and when I used to make those little, uh, when I, I dude, I, I used to have a frying pan that cooked one egg at a time. And, and it was like the perfect size of an English muffin. Those, those were banging sandwiches. They were fucking great. And, and the bottom layer was cream cheese. A bacon, egg, and cheese, or any egg sandwich tastes better when the egg is perfectly circle. Yeah. yeah. It's just a fact. Yeah. But Thanksgiving sandwich, Yeah, that dude, that, that's, a, that's a great fucking poll. Also, the name of that sandwich at Capriati's is the Bobby. Shout out Brant, because he's the one that introduced me to it. All right. I'm very glad you put that on there, because I left it off yeah. my list, and I, I went back and forth on a little bit. Uh, my number three is a Philly cheesesteak slash uh, chopped cheese. Nice, nice, nice. Just, just getting into the chopped cheese game, but I'm a fan. Yeah, the chopped cheese at uh, Anthony and Sons is... Yeah? Yeah, say, just kiss your balls goodbye. <laughs> Blown off. I heard yeah. the Bronx by Yankee Stadium is where you get the That's best. That's like where it... There's debate on where it originated, but a lot of people think that it originated in the Bronx. Yeah, um, I'm, or bl- Harlem. I'm blanking on the name of that street in the Bronx that has like all the Italian specialty Arthur shops. Avenue. Is it Arthur Avenue? Mm-hmm. We work there. Maybe. <laughs> um, I, thought, I mean, I'm sure, I, I'm sure if there's another one, my dad The origin story of the chopped cheese is someone accidentally cut a burger up, well, a cheeseburger up, yeah, yeah. while they had it on the flat top, and they're like, fuck it, let's just... That, that's that's, that's one, of the, that's one of those things, it's like, you know, the escalator ain't broke, they're just stairs. Yeah, like, yeah. If the burger breaks, it's fucking chopped fucking beef. Was that a little Mitch Hedberg shout-out? Oh, mate, why, he, that's, that's one of his bits? What a, what a convenience. <laughs> yeah, he's, oh, he's, he's escalators downstairs. Oh, 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 the escalator, yeah. Um, I want to shout-out to... It's one of the goats. Um, I guess I'm up, right? So this is the one I was like uh, realizing it's it's too much like the Philly cheesesteak. This is my number two spot if you're keeping track for me, you jerk. Um, <laughs> it's the Jerry from Fat Sal's. It's very much a Philly cheesesteak, but with the obnoxiousness because uh, it's got you, you know the the chopped uh, chopped beef on there, or whatever. You got your cheese. There's uh, mozzarella sticks, chicken fingers, uh, fried egg. Um, french fries french fries ketchup uh and pepper such a west coast thing to do they just throw french fries in there and i'm yeah. yo, i'm not mad at it i it's, like when they do it it's in my it's too. my favorite it was my favorite sandwich especially when it was made right there was a few times i got it they were like heavy-handed with the ketchup i fucking love ketchup, ketchup. <laughs> um but yeah great sandwich though but I, I thought about taking it off after i heard myself say philly cheesesteak but you know when i was looking at the some of the other people that wrote in and they had a specific sandwich from a specific place I couldn't not have a fat yeah. salad sandwich on there, so. All right. Uh, shout out their Thanksgiving sandwich. Oh, yeah. that's What was the... Fat oh, the fat, fat Pilgrim. The Fat Pilgrim. The Fat Motherfucking Pilgrim. Yeah, Damn. Was, I gotta make a better name for mine. <laughs> um, I originally had the this Reuben. This is your number two now. Yeah. I originally had the number two as Reuben. Since we brought it up, I'm gonna break apart my tie for number one. Okay. So Reuben's, we're just gonna put in as like two and a half. Okay. Oh, and I say that's uh, there's also another Ruben that came in second on American Idol. Ruben stuttered. Stuttered. Number two for me, chicken grilled or cutlet with broccoli rabe, balsamic, and peppers. Yeah, okay. on a hero. Yeah, not a roll, a hero. Because if you can't eat the whole thing, you'll eat it later, and it'll taste just as good. Yeah, good, good choice, good choice. My number two and. I'll be honest with you, this is another one I went back and forth with my number one on. But in the spirit of it being a sandwich, I put this at number two. 
and I put what I think is the more complete sandwich at number one. It's your list, Ben. Number two, bacon, <laughs> egg, and cheese. But, I mean, bacon, egg, and cheese, she keeps popping up. And, uh, uh, but it, how do you do t- it? Um, What's your preferred? See, now, remember when we first started the podcast, and early on we talked about bacon, egg, and cheeses, and I said I liked um, a scrambled, and we were, also, we were talking about um, over easy, over medium. I've switched now to over medium, mm-hmm. uh, bacon, egg, and cheese, salt, pepper, ketchup, mm-hmm. over medium, whether it's on a roll, a bagel, uh, an English muffin, it, I don't really discriminate. I just think the core tenant of a B, BEC is number two, because uh, I like to mix it up sometimes. Sometimes I'll do salt, it's pepper, versatile. ketchup. Sometimes I won't do uh, ketchup. Yeah. Sometimes I'll do hot sauce. Sometimes I'll... Yeah, sometimes you'll throw jalapenos on there because you're feeling crazy. Yeah, but a bacon, egg, and cheese breakfast sandwich, my number two. I'm bummed that I'm the only one that doesn't have the bacon, egg, and cheese because I I truly do love that sandwich. Steve, don't worry about it. You should be worried about it. (laughs) Well, my my number one unofficially, which is perfect, is why we do this, is the Monte Cristo. Nice. Uh, Specifically from Dupar's. Hell of a sandwich. You know, my balls have been gone for a long time. That I, <laughs> they they grow gone. back, though. That's why they're able to, you know, they regenerate and then they get blown off by something else. Uh, and the Monte Cristo, you know. You have gecko balls? Yeah. It's like a tail. Um, I, yeah. I, I also thought, got their insurance, too. I thought Monte Cristo was only going to make an appearance on my Now You my know, I always got that shit at Dupar's. I'm very happy you, yeah. you, you put that on there. Hey, we pick each other up. I also got a fun little breakdown I want to share after we complete our list. I'm here for if, it. if it's okay. Oh, yeah. We love breakdowns <laughs> on this show. All right. Number one. Here we go. The King. Uh-oh. El Rey. I'm talking about, just like you were saying with versatility, All right. the chicken cutlet sandwich. In particular, <laughs> I mean, Steve's mom's sandwich that she made us a couple episodes ago could definitely be number one. Okay. But the one that I put on, because it's my go-to when I don't know what I want, chicken cutlet, bacon, cheddar cheese, Thousand Island, or barbecue. And sometimes coleslaw on the sandwich. Wow. Dude, I think that's an exact sandwich at Chubbs. And I'm sorry I didn't get to shout them out by naming one of their sandwiches we on my list. But I could easily put the Napoli in for the in the place of the Italian. Mm-hmm. That's their Italian. Uh, but yeah. Uh, chicken cutlet. Chicken cutlet is yep. king. You can do so much. If you put it on garlic bread, shout out Seaport. They have one called the Gasm. The <laughs> Degrom is fucking bomb. Uh, I haven't been there in quite some time. I hope you guys are doing well. But chicken cutlet sandwich. Is the, is the Degrom, is that still on the menu or is it working, working its way back onto the menu? <laughs> it keeps getting pushed back uh, to the B, the B list. <laughs> the Syndergaard one is uh, sick now. <laughs> All right, it, we ready? Benny's my, number one sandwich. My number one. Told you I went back and forth on the bacon, egg, and cheese on this one, but I landed on number one all time Italian. Nice. Nice. I like that. Okay. A little anticlimactic because no. we all had it on our list, yeah. but for me... When I'm thinking of a sandwich, when I'm thinking of a hero, when I'm thinking of, I don't know what I want to get sandwich-wise, I always go to the Italian. Nice. You know what else that, is that, good that's about? That's pretty true for me, too. I always... Yeah. You know what else is good about the Italian? Everything. Besides everything? You can go to anywhere, say, like, uh, 7-Eleven. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, the... I have... You know it's going to be good. Yeah. Cut. Dude, when I've had plenty of Italians. Your... Yo, shout out, Frank. We've had plenty of Italians from Zev's. And it's probably the best thing that you can get from there because everything else is pretty questionable. But well, when it's yeah. cured meats, yeah. 7-Eleven has come along. I feel like every time I've had an Italian, it's been like drunken munchies and it was the best thing I've ever eaten so at, at the time. 
Uh, well, that's that's it. That those are our top tens. Maybe not necessarily yeah. in Steve's case. I know Steve's got uh, I just, yeah. a breakdown he wants to get to. But if you have any issues with us, yeah, please on our know. list. If we forgot anything, uh, first of all, go fuck yourself. <laughs> but second of all, let us know. Shout us out. Email us hi at uipodcast.com. Hit us up on Instagram. Make a TikTok of you bashing us. I don't know. Just do something. <laughs> it was tough to get it down to ten, and uh, you know, seeing that that lovely Excel sheet. From Ryan, you know, I, I like the breakdown, so it got me thinking of like how I could break down categories of sandwiches, try and fit as much as I can into each. But then the the inner geek in me wanted to uh, assign each group of sandwiches a infinity stone. Uh, so here are my six infinity stone sandwiches. The first grouping I have is the cold cut sandwich. That is the time stone because. Doesn't take a lot of time to make. It's quick and it's classic. Yeah. Then I had timeless. Timeless. <laughs> hey, yeah. You and feel free to to, to riff on these. We this is like. just yeah. Uh, the next the next uh, category I have is parm sandwiches. I gave that the space stone because let's be honest, it, any of those Italian sandwiches you're going to take up just a little bit more space than you did prior to eating it. It blows your mind. Blows I was going to say. Well, there's also, there's also a mind stone, so be easy on the, on the mind. <laughs> um. Next, I had, and th- this is a stretch, but I put them all in one category. I got melts, clubs, paninis, and salads. I gave that the power stone because, let's face it, you feel good about yourself after eating a nice, light club or uh, a, a, a chicken salad on a bagel. You know, you're not going to feel you like feel weighed down. You feel better after a grilled cheese. Have it at lunch. More power. power more power. Power through the rest of your day. There, there you go. I like that. Uh, barbecue sandwich. I gave that the soul stone because it's soul food. <laughs> I like that. Um, and then that's why I like what you, uh, with your, your number one spot. Cause I, I just said anything with a fried chicken cutlet that got the mind stone because chicken cutlets are always on my mind. <laughs> uh, and, and specifically, you know, fried chicken cutlet, roasted red pepper, uh, fresh mozzarella, little, little piece of fresh basil on there. Or you go, or you just go the like real plain. I think what my mom had, it was the Italian hero, fried chicken cutlet, sauteed spinach mm, and red Help us. I'll even go uh, with a sauteed kale on that. Okay. Okay. Yeah, why not? If you're if you don't have Rob. Mm-hmm. Uh next bracket, the specialty sandwich. This spot is reserved for anything that has, you know, like a named sandwich or, you know, like a fat sal's or a, a panini shop or a chubbs. A Larry David. Uh yeah. I gave this one the reality stone because uh when you just don't want to live within the normal confines of a traditional <laughs> sandwich. You go with a specialty nice. sandwich. And that's my uh, six Infinity Stones of sandwiches. I love it. So, yeah. And what's the gauntlet that houses it all? <laughs> I didn't think that far. <laughs> uh, Jimmy's John's? <laughs> Damn you, Jimmy's John's. Uh, but, yeah, thanks for humoring me on that. Uh, and Excellent. yeah, th- Thanks for emailing. That, that was a lot of fun. We always yeah. love when you guys reach out and, you know, share your thoughts. And we're happy to make you guys part of the show. Uh, so shout out to everybody that sent us an email. That's going to wrap up this epic, I mean, this can honestly be the whole episode is just a talking snack. Uh, there are a couple of other things we can get to real quick. Um, we had a lot happen in, in the entertainment world. Um, this is probably my favorite thing I put on there. After 33 years, Twins is getting a sequel. Uh, and uh, the, uh, the brotherhood of Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito, they're going to meet uh, or reconnect with long-lost uh, third brother in the, in the mix. None other than Tracy Morgan. Uh, 
odd couple of uh, brethren right there. Um, I'm excited for it, uh, I guess. Uh, I, I enjoyed Twins. Um, damn, it's been a long time since I saw that. But when I, I, I thought it was just crazy to see Tracy Morgan. You know that's going to be him and Danny DeVito alone. Schwarzenegger, I'm surprised. He'll probably surprise us with the comedy. Yeah. But Twins the, was the movie, and they actually have the photo in, in this article, was the movie, when I watched it, I forgot what year it came out. I was young. Or but, like either late 80s or very early 90s. I saw it, and I was like, that's what, like, that's what I'm going to look like. When I, like, that's how I'm going to dress when I'm in my thirties. Like that white, sh- that white top, the white blazer, and yeah, yeah. khaki pants. Tonight is your night, bro. Um, what else we got? Are you kidding me? Do I have to wear that? Uh, Lavar Burton, uh, in an interview, a recent interview, um, he basically threw in the towel on uh, trying to get that Jeopardy hosting spot. Uh, just, just not worth the trouble or the drama that seems to be involved with the show at this, say, point. at this point. If they haven't given it to him, yeah, he did the right thing. Yeah, I think he did. The, I think he did the right thing, and it seems like uh, he should get it. Well, he, yeah, he should definitely get it. Num- number it's one, disrespectful but, at this point. Yeah, but also, it, it, he had said in this article where I grabbed that from uh, that you know this whole thing and the the fans because of all that, you know, it's opened up a lot of other doors. So it seems like he might be doing his own show. About Good. something. So, yeah. So, we're Team LeVar Burton over here. So, happy to hear he's moved on from that. And he's, you know, eyes forward. Good and, for you, uh, LeVar. Yeah. Shout out Reading Rainbow. And um, for those reasons, I'm out. Yeah. I just saw that uh, Martin Cove, a.k.a. John Kreese, uh, is uh, one of the contestants on the 30th season, upcoming season of Dancing with the Stars. I'm a little bummed about that. Definitely not Cobra Kai-like to be dancing around a ballroom. Um I'll you take know. Alex. I'll take. Uh, I'm not going to watch that shit for 300. Please. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I'm just a Cobra Kai fan. So shout out to Nick. Seeing seeing Crease, I was like, come on, you better than that. Um, 300. But, also, the number of season they're up to in Dancing <laughs> with the Stars. Yeah, no. But hey, but also uh, Mike the Miz Mizanin uh, is is going to be on that season as well. Big so. friend of the podcast. Big friend of the podcast. Yeah. Um, as I mentioned at the top. Uh, the Emmys were last night. I believe they were the 73rd uh, Emmys. Not that anybody gives a shit, but, uh, you know, we're pumped because a couple of the shows we've talked about on the podcast really uh, um, took the night. You know, uh, Ted Lasso, Jason Sudeikis. Brett Goldstein. Brett Goldstein. Uh, Hannah Waddington? W- yeah. Waddingham, excuse me. So congrats to all them. Best actor, best supporting actor, actress, uh, outstanding comedy. I think they won a total of seven. Um, another big winner, which I really liked. It's a show that I, uh, I think it came out this year, actually, not, not even too long ago. Hacks with Gene Smart. It's absolutely great. If you haven't seen it. I'm going to watch that. Really, really good, man. Uh, Gene Smart is great. The younger girl that like writes for her, uh, she was great. Just, just a really good show. I, li- I, I like any of the shows about stand-up comedy, man. Crashing, I'm Dying Up Here, all, all very, very good shows. Um, so, yeah, uh, Queen's Gambit, that one... Uh, Awesome show. Best limited series, and also I think uh, won another award as well. But um, again, you know, when you when you're trying to get people to watch stuff, uh, you know, it gives you a little bit more uh, ammunition to get them. Uh, and we've potentially been watching some new episodes, uh, new shows. Yeah, well, you know, I was going to mention real quick. Uh, you know, I put in about five hours worth of viewing time on uh, what we do in the shadows. I'm happy to report that I'm uh, up to episode eight in the first season. Hell of a and, show. Uh, very funny show. Very funny show. The cameos had me dying. Even the, 
the intro music, like their... yeah, the, yeah. Uh, you're dead. You're dead. You're dead. <laughs> you're dead and out of this world. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm enjoying it. I think my dad might even start watching it. Um, you won't regret it. Yeah, it's like it's so silly, but the premise, it, the premise alone is just it makes it just makes you laugh. Three three vampires living. Well, four roommate vampires living in Staten Island. That's like really, and it's like a documentary. Yeah, like, film. It's funny. Uh, yeah, so I'm and enjoying that. What was um on Hulu? Steve Martin, Martin oh, Short, yes. Selena uh, Gomez. Only murders in the building. It's such a long name, and I always forget it. Yeah, and yeah. I'm all caught up. Yeah. To your, it's awesome. Yeah, it's a great show. Steve Martin's got it, man, and Martin yeah, Short yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. He like I said, just the. How he's overproducing everything, yeah, overdirecting. It's, it's hilarious. It's a great character for him. Thank uh, God he he came back after that terrible Santa Claus three. Oh my God, Jack Frost! Yikes! <laughs> yeah, for real. Um, I put this on here after eighteen years. Adult Swim says goodbye to Family Guy because Disney owns the licensing. They bought FXX, which means that oh really yeah. So th- that they don't own all of um Seth MacFarlane's. Um, shows. I think American Dad still belongs to TBS, mm. but they will be taking um, Family Guy off Adult Swim. So mm. from 2003 to 2021. That's quite a run. And they're still doing new seasons, right? Yeah. Yeah. Damn. One other thing I just saw Book of Boba Fett, two months away. Oh, cool. Oh, let's go. So nice. I'm sure I'll be watching that. Yeah. Uh, maybe we'll yeah. talk about it too. Which reminds me, I gotta, I gotta watch. Yeah, Mandalorian won some, some yeah. hardware. Uh, I, I, I have the list of the winners, but again, nobody cares. <laughs> uh, <laughs> when I was reading the Twitter thing, everyone's like, "I don't even fucking watch it because." Of I will say, yo, they had, yo, shout out uh, from the little bits I saw. Anthony Anderson. Oh no, Anthony Anderson. Jesus, uh, Cedric the Entertainer. <laughs> easy, easy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, from what I saw, he, he was, he was pretty good. Uh, I, I feel like. They're figuring it out maybe a little bit with the hosting. and You probably got confused because Anthony Anderson was up there for a couple of awards. Yeah, well, I only, two, like I said, in like the 10 minutes I watched, Hacks won three Emmys. I was like, nice. <laughs> and that's when I made the note uh, in, in the, the group. Nice. Nice. Um, so, yeah, that's everything that we have for you this week. Um, you know, thanks again to Justin for taking the time chatting with us. Thanks again to everybody uh, listening this far. Thank you and welcome to all the new listeners. Uh, pleasantly surprised week after week seeing all these, you know, older episodes getting plays. And, and this was like the first week. Cumulatively, we got more listens on all the older episodes than the most recent. And really? I thought that was really cool. So clearly have some people catching up. So yeah, this, thank you for getting through 31 episodes. This weekend, I had a couple people coming up to me and were like, oh, we're slowly catching up. So yeah. shout out Brandon Mike. Oh, yeah, Nikki you. reached out with a couple things about uh, Brambleberries and... Uh, Brambleberry. I thought we that talked was... about Brambleberry on for... yeah a couple times. Yeah, yeah. I mentioned you. I thought um, that was just a slur word for somebody. <laughs> yeah, fucking Brambleberry. Um, maybe we'll bring that up next week. Maybe all right. Um, some Lou Naughty stuff as well. So all right, cool. People cool. catching up. People finding out for the first time. Either way, yeah. Hey, glad we, to have you. Yeah, we uh, we appreciate it either way. Uh, no matter how you found the show, we're just thankful that you're here. Tell your friends. Yeah, I mean, I want to say in the beginning, Ben to mention stuff we was giving away the links. What do you guys think about the link tree? Right? Yeah. It's got every, literally every link that you need. That's always there for you in the bio of our socials. Uh, unofficial underscore pod for the Instagram at uipodcast.com for the email. We'd love to hear from you. And uh, yeah, I hope you enjoy your, the rest of your week, your weekend. We'll see you next time. Tell your friends. Cheers. Margarita.
Tammy, Fender, Brenda, Skip, Sally, IQ, Luann, Joey, Mikey, Becky, Becky, Jesse, Carla, Holly, Noreen, Noreen, and I'm a fat cunt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man, those are the best kinds of. <laughs> 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 Yo.